Hey, good morning and welcome to another edition of Can We Keep It Real? New England Patriots, it's been some time since they walked off the Minnesota U.S. feelings following that shitty Super Bowl loss. And and Brady had clear his intentions, you know. Uh, reports last year indicated that there was some disconnect between Brady and Belichick, streaming largely from, you know, access given and take away by, by Alex Guerrero, you know, Brady's, you know, fitness guru. But the team continued to win, you know. So Belichick, and then Belichick benched, you know, Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl, you know, a move that stunned everybody. You know, uh, Brady was recently speaking with Jim Gray as part of as part of an event he has been doing for the last ten years. You know, and he consistently wondered during the game what defense was on the field that Malcolm Butler wasn't playing. And then um, Jim Gray asked Brady, you know, about feeling appreciated, you know, because the ongoing topics since the close of Tom vs. Time, you know, since the first to the end of the documentary, openly asking him, he makes, Brady stated that he makes sacrifices and he needed to have convictions in his belief. And if he would continue to do so, you know, was it a natural reaction after losing a, a devastated Super Bowl? Was it a natural reaction after being sold out by by Belichick for Belichick's own crazy game? Yeah, I'm sure it was. That we didn't know, but the recent comments would indicate it was still on Brady's mind. He could have ended the drama with some, you know, some shop words, you know, uh, about Belichick. Instead, he took the fifth. I don't think Brady could keep it real. But when when he was pressed about being asked if he felt appreciated, Brady responded, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth, you know. He didn't want to say how he, how he really felt. It's a tough question, Brady said. He thinks, you know, everybody wants to feel appreciated in their professional life, yada, yada, yada. You know, this is where he starts to blow smoke up our ass, and he's not keeping it real. You know, he goes on to say, you have different influences in your life, you know, and uh, they're trying to get the best out of me. So, yeah, so they're trying to kiss your ass, Tom, and do whatever you want them to do, pretty much, so you could try to be the best for yourself. Yeah, right. Screw that! If Brady felt it wasn't an issue... He wouldn't have any pressure to incriminate himself with that crazy-ass answer. And it wouldn't have been a tough question. But it seems that Brady had taken the idea of finding his replacement as a personal front. And he also decided to join his teammates for the start of the off-season workout, which isn't the normal for Brady. Brady's usually, like, the first one there, the last motherfucker to leave. You know, Brady did explain his detentions for the last two seasons, regardless of his of his personal friggin' feelings. You know, he said it was complicated in so many layers, and then, and even Gronk's one of them. 
He was asked a stupid-ass question after he lost a very personal game, a game that they should have won over somebody on the team not checking their ego at the door about retiring. And he said something stupid, you know, oh, I have to assess it. But, like, how do you think he felt? You know, and then there was some strange ass shit with a press conference, some motocross shit going on at Gillette for the Monster Energy drink. Like, guy's gonna ride a motorcycle, gonna do this. I mean, he's young, doing all crazy shit. Yo, shout out Gronk, yo. You know, but every I knew he was coming back. A lot of people knew he was coming back. You know, and um, he didn't talk about football. He just wanted to get the shock week. You know, but the distraction, it really never involved Brady and Belichick not being united. At least it it didn't publicly. But who the hell cares, you know? But you know Brady marched right up there to Bob Kraft's office the day after the Super Bowl. And he went ham about all types of... And, you know, Kraft listens to Tom Brady, and I'm sure that had a lot to do with why Josh McDaniel stayed. You know, and when Brady was asked about his relationship with Belichick, I think he kind of marched around and and gave, bounced around that that answer also. You know, his his level of content and his status of, of the Pats when asked directly if he felt he was appreciated by the team. He pleads the fifth. How can you not feel you're appreciated by the team after what you have given them? Why do you have to plead the fifth? You won them Super Bowl trophies. I mean, if that's the way Tom Brady has to feel over there, that's that's horrible, man. Like, Tom Brady is more than just a player. I mean, he's a legacy. He built that stadium you know I know he stated he's happy with his relationship he has with those for whom he works at Gillette Stadium see now that is bullshit that's not keeping it motherfucking real Tom he said he's a happy person positive person yes he is and he always looks at things with the glass half full I know at times you know and he's been on the same team for Ever, He has a relationship with people and there's going to be ins and outs and ups and downs and there's going to be motherfuckers that you just don't like. But there's, and I'm sure there's no other team he'd rather play for than the Patriots. I mean, who would rather play for any other team? And it's not like they're trying to go for 8-8. They're trying to win another Super Bowl and win another Super Bowl. And to get to a championship level, that it takes commitment. You have to be willing to give it your all. And you have to still want to do it every day. It's unfortunate they lost the Super Bowl over Stubborn Bill. And I know Tom's going to take the high road and give the Eagles a great deal of credit. They deserved it. But I think Bill Belichick really screwed up that game. I think the Tom versus time. Brady was going to retire. 
and Malcolm Butler was going to leave, and Belichick wasn't having any of that. Yo, we'll be right back with some more episodes. Thank you for listening. Please share the episode. You'll have more. Keeping it real. With Mikey McGee. Hey, we're back. And it's Mikey McGee with Can We Keep It Real? The NFL is finalizing some kind of crazy-ass shit to change things up again in an effort to make the play safer. A final change will be voted on in the meetings that take place May 21st to the 23rd. That's my birthday, May 23rd. The changes will be the idea according to competition committee, Rick McKay, is to turn the kickoff into much more of a pump play situation, thanks to several altercations, which include coverage teams would lose five yards head start, which they previously had. Five players would need to be aligned on each side of the kicker. All wedge blocks, including two-man double teams, would be eliminated. Eight of the 11 return team members would be lined up within 15 yards of the restraining line, and blocking would be prohibited within those 15 yards. Yeah, more stupid shit. There would be a no-pre-kick motion. The thought behind the proposed changes to the decreased amount of high-speed collisions that often lead to concussions. Pretty much, they're softening the game. They're making it more sissified. I understand it's a dangerous game. But that's why guys like Matt Ryan just got a guaranteed $100 million. Can we keep it real?